Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. In this season, we are playing through The Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap. In this episode, we are finishing that game. Always a fun time. Finishing off a main Zelda. Mm-hmm. If you say so. So I feel like this part, once we get into it, once you like start the next story piece, you kind of get locked into it, and it all just sort of goes after that. Uh, there isn't really like any exploring that you have to do from here on out you can do if you want to go and sweep up some heart pieces get a couple upgrades find some bottles yada 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 especially if someone in the chat screams that they've been trapped in a castle because they went to do something (laughs) then i was like you know what i might as well just do a a a quick sweep before i even step foot in there yeah yeah i thought that i was trapped but i once I got in, I found like a little escape and then uh, Ezlo yelled at me and said, hey, you need to go save Zelda, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, there's not going to be any saving if I don't have a few upgrades and some more heart pieces. So you're just going you to shut it. <laughs> yeah, I know I did. Uh, so I went and got all, well... First, I started the game up and played the wrong save file for about 20 minutes and then realized, like, oh, why is everything... I know that I did the kinstones on these ones here. Why is it not showing up? Uh, and then went back. Uh, doing the the kinstone fusion with the... Sa- or the, um, I don't know, the goddesses? Yeah. The, the three goddesses. If you do that, there's butterflies that appear. Yeah. That if you go and collect those butterflies, you get, like, these slight upgrades to... Things like your dash and your swimming and your digging. Yeah. Okay. Is that what they were? Yeah. I, yeah. I got the uh, the the moment upgrade before the last section, and that helped since we had to do so much digging through clouds. Uh, and yes. I got the one that was uh, your bow fires faster. I don't remember That's if I got was, the yeah. third one. That's a good didn't one. Care that much about it? Okay. Mm-hmm. That would have been useful in the second phase of the final battle on here. <laughs> yeah, I I enjoyed that for sure. <laughs> I definitely got that upgrade. Yeah, I, I, I went around and I hit up. Uh, I think I, I finally got the fill up your duplication meter faster and just made sure I uh, got my final uh, uh, upgrade from Lucius left foot. And yeah, <laughs> I couldn't find that duplication meter you have to fuse a kinstone with one of the other blades yeah that's what it was up like a uh, waterfall there's two different ones there's an upgrade that makes your spin charge up faster then there's one that makes the power bar fill up faster so you can get both of those and then it's super fast on turning on your duplication mode 
Yeah, I found the one where I can make my spin attack faster, and that was quite useful. I think that's the one in the swamp. Sure. I don't know if I got that one. Because uh, I couldn't remember if I saw yes. Antoine or not. <laughs> Antoine? That's his name. Oh, is it? Yeah. But I found... Is it really? That's his real name. Oh. Um, but no, I got all of the scrolls, except for obviously that last power meter one. That would have been very helpful, but I gave up. I was like, I did side quests for about a couple hours, I think. Yeah, um, you know, I, I ran around for a while, got comfortable. Yeah. Got some heart pieces, got all four bottles. I really wanted that Goron quest completed, you know, where they're pummeling through the wall. They're so yeah. cute. Yeah, but I, I didn't want to, like, go you through to, the, the entire world. so annoying. Yeah. It, I, I mean, that means I have to go re-dig every single dig spot. Because I'm pretty sure that's the ones that you find yeah, the random is. spot in the wall yes. in a digging area. And I was just like, I don't... Yes. I, I, I enjoy this game, but I, I really don't feel like hunting that one down. I've done it before, and I don't feel like doing it again. I wanted it. And then I went to go see the big, huge Goron, and he's like, go complete some large quest and come see me again. I'm like, uh, I have completed a large quest? Like, what <laughs> more do you want me to be doing, big no. Goron? No, child. But Another large quest. <laughs> right? I'm like... Not big enough. <laughs> right? I'm like, and I, I'm like, you're amusing to look at, and when you go under his fingers... Like, I do love his that. His little fingers, like, lift up. It was super cute. But I'm like, and we're done. We're done with I, you. I, I, I did just fine uh, without that item. Um, what does he give you? Uh, did, he gives you the mirror shield, I believe. Oh. Mm -hmm. But the wizrobes are are a pushover in this game, so they really are. I, I haven't really needed it. I just use my boomerang, yeah, quickly, and then slash them with my sword. Slash, slash, slash. Yeah, so I was kind of in a weird boat as far as upgrades because I know that there have been some things that I haven't gotten throughout the game that the rest of you have. Uh, I was bummed to figure out that I can't get the light arrows anymore once you go. <gasps> I figured into... that out too. Yeah, once you oh. go into the sky area, the dude's presumably already dead, so he can't give you the light arrows. Uh, if so you don't save them beforehand, oh. or... Yeah, you have to save them beforehand, and I, I literally, yep. I went to visit him, and I didn't know what I was supposed to do, and I thought, oh, I'll just catch up on it after this session, and then we uh -huh. went to the sky town, and... You failed him! Yeah, but see, I got down. it while I was in the Sky Town, though I hadn't, I hadn't gone up there, but before, no. so oh, maybe before all? you go into the temple. Yeah, yeah. okay, maybe. Um, but so I, I didn't get the light arrows, obviously. Um, I he's just dead, huh? <laughs> yep, he's dead. He's just you dead, can't I like. Guess. Yeah, because he's not there at all. I was, I did the same thing, BC. I was really disappointed. I'm like, really. Really, I can't have the light arrows, and the dude is dead. Okay, yeah, I, I'm oh. sad because he gives off like a real Burgess Meredith vibe, and and I I I didn't <laughs> want to lose him. So yeah, and outside of that, I think I got, um, I got like another quiver upgrade, um, and then I didn't go hunting for hearts at this point in the game. I had so many hearts that I didn't really care. Um, 
I didn't, I wanna, to I didn't bother to get the fourth bottle because I looked it up and it was like I was going to have to fuse a bunch of kinstones and everything. Mm-hmm. So I just said, forget it. Um, I ended up, I'll just say, I mean, I finished this game with three full bottles of fairies. So I was like, oh, you know what? I'm cool. Like, it, uh, I, and looking back, I'm like, yeah, I, I definitely didn't waste my time. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, like the Picolite quest, like I knew that you could get different types of Picolite to buy from beetle or whatever the guy is that's in the center town um but i looked up what all the people i did and i didn't need any of that i didn't need yeah. to find more hearts i didn't need more rupees i didn't need Mm-mm. more anything you, want, you don't want more kinstones no absolutely you don't, you don't want more green kinstones yeah <laughs> right um, and, and so i i did go and get all the scrolls and honestly the the power spin you get from the ghost in like the yes. extended power spin is the most broken thing ever. Like the entire end of the game was just a yep. joke with the exception of, <laughs> you know, the, it didn't really help with the final boss, but other than that. Yeah, no, no, I was, I was definitely using the, I don't know if they call it the hurricane spin in this one that you get from, uh, yeah, but, but yeah, I ended up using that one a lot. Um, oh, I, I I would say I did finally see where Tingle was. Like I I was the one. Person oh yeah. <laughs> no, like oh that's hilarious. I never ran into Tingle. Uh, so I was walking by on the way to get um something else. I forget what it was. Uh oh, I think it was one of the bottles. And I saw Tingle, and I was like, oh, that's where he is. And I never talked to him. So I managed to make it through the entire game without ever talking to Tingle, which is a oh. accomplishment in my mind. How dare you! Oh, I love- I mean, you can BC. You can you can suck it up for just a minute. That magical boomerang is really great. Yeah, it seriously is fantastic. Also, also quite broken. Uh, just just with the size of the screen in this game, the boomerang does not have to go far to mess people up. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, when it connects, it just sits there for a while and spins, yeah. and so anyone around them that walks up gets messed up too. Oh, it, it truly yeah. is magical. It truly is. Wonderful. I used the heck out of that truly, truly a magical boomerang. He'll also tell you how many kinstones you have left to fuse. Yeah, how many people you need to rub up against. Like, that's useful. Yeah. 31. Uh, I I think I've fused enough kinstones for for my time. I mean, we beat (laughs) the game, right? Like, we're we're coming out at the end of it that we're, we're done. You don't want more figurines? <laughs> oh gosh, I didn't even go back in there. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, never. <sighs> so let's go ahead and get back into the story. Oh, oh, uh, well, did anyone? Sorry, one more thing. Did anyone catch the weirdness with cows in this game? Yes, I did. Uh, there, there. At some point, I think it's in one of the newsletters. Uh, the he he claims to have seen the ghost what daddy fat sacks uh defeat a cow by lon lon ranch and then when you're over there by lon lon ranch ezla will pipe up and just kind of be like mm, how tranquil and those cows look so delicious i i talked to all of the cows like oh yeah the cows yeah, that's right you can talk mm-hmm. to them yeah i don't i don't know just weird it, Animals are weird in this game, or people talk about animals in weird ways in this game. Um, 
<laughs> I didn't get that. <laughs> like I, from the there, there's a lot of things that, like, Brian, you were the one in the group that hit select a lot. So you got yes. a lot more context for this world than any of us, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I, Ezlo didn't, I didn't hit select on that. That was him just piping up and being like, I want to eat that cow. He just, <laughs> he just piped up. Like, I don't know where that came from. I don't know what happened. I was scarred enough to write it down. So. Well, since since Ocarina, cows have always been like one of the weird things mm-hmm. that they do. It's cows and chickens that they always do like silly things with in the Zelda series, starting with Ocarina. Well, we, we get the the ability to talk to a lot more of them. Well, I mean, I guess dogs and cats and, and, and cows. Well, not cows. I don't know. But, yeah. We've played better uh, games that have dealt with animals better on this show. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Just thought it was weird that there's that kind of running weirdness with animals. Mm-hmm. So, we go back to the castle to get our last upgrade. We do the the whole the same thing over and over again. You know, we get into the castle, stick your sword in, element gets fused into it. Now we can make a new us. Uh, now we've maxed it out that we have now the four sword. It is fully upgraded, and, and we, now can we can now create four of ourselves. Yeah, now we can play Crystal Chronicles. Um, <laughs> no, no. Well, we can. Uh, we can. I didn't say we were going to. Probably play melee again. Anyway, uh, this is where we we get to a point that you can't turn around for a minute because they basically... Well, what happened? So Link is just like, yeah, I got my new powerful sword. Let me go ahead and fire my energy in a couple different directions. And then he fires it at the little slate that told us like what to do when the first time we came in there. And that just like broke it. Is that and what did it? I thought it just yeah. disintegrated. I thought well, it was just like, he... bro, you got all of them. Let's go this way. You get to well, because... watch the movie now. Well, because he threw, he did his power up sword thing, the little like energy blast with it, and then it hits that, and then the thing disappears. See, yeah, I, I could, I could go along with that. I could see that being the sure, reason why it disappeared. But yeah, it was out of our hands. It's not like we did that ourselves. What if we'd it's missed just... that? Right. Mm. Like, what if you just wandered around for a long time? Because they don't specifically say, oh, this new power lets us heal stone by <laughs> holding it down and firing the, the, the little spinny move at, at people. Because that's what yeah, we do, yet. but it doesn't explicitly say it. And it does right around after this, we do get You've... to a point where we have to do that. But it's not clear that that's what we were supposed it, to do. You, did you want them to tell you that you would learn Kiraga or whatever? Uh, that would be what Stonega, I believe. Stonega, yeah. I mean, we'll cure. I mean, it's it's an ailment, petrification, right? So we go through this whole thing. There's a secret back area that we go past, and there are these um, what are they called? The stained glass that you walk up to, where we see like Zelda, and then it just it's like a movie does time. the intro over yeah, it's again. It's really pretty. It's really pretty. Yeah, yeah, if he had uh, just watched the intro, he wouldn't have needed us to do anything. Right. He was asleep. We couldn't do anything. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Yeah. Uh, and so they basically go through this whole thing of like, you know, oh, it turns out that 
Zelda has the light force in her and we need to go back to get her in order to like get, extract the light force out of her I guess now, was the now original we, Now intent. we really need to get back to her because she's now in like double danger. Right. Mm-hmm. Well the power was inside us the whole time. Right. I think is yes. what it was trying to tell us. So there, there's a there's a Zelda the power trope. is inside of her. We're nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Also a Zelda trope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then a, the third Zelda trope is bad guys sitting around while children do things for them. After yes. we learn this information, Vati is just like, "Hey, thank you for figuring all this stuff out for me. Now I'm gonna appear, and now I know I just need to go grab Zelda. Peace." Yeah, I learned Blink from the the Wind Waker King. I'm out. At this point, yeah, it's... He takes his sweet time, clearly. Because he's like... He could have easily just grabbed Zelda, put her where he was going to put her, do the ritual that we're going to see later, and be done. Mm, he was but a apparently he took himself. a long time. Mm-hmm. He was full of himself. Well, he thought that he yeah. could get by with, you know, easing on the ceremony. Maybe he has the the king's teleportation power from Wind Waker, so he can only go 15 <laughs> feet each time. Oh, so he has to teleport in and out oh, 15 feet from here to there. So it's just like... <laughs> just all the whiz robes watching him go through. Just, hi. Yeah. Hey. And he can only go linear, so every once in a while he has to do it like he's in chess. He has to yeah. go like three forward, two to the left. <laughs> he's a knight. Well, he doesn't want to actually blink inside of a wall. He's got to be real careful. Right. If he does, then he's he's just stuck there for a thousand years until he's reawoken. Right. Uh, oh. So we go through all that, and then we start to, like, exit out of the castle. Or we go out of the um, the garden area, and then suddenly everything is purple and evil and dark. Because we get we go out into the garden and then there are like three people that are frozen in stone, one of which is a guard in front of the exit. So we have to like free we have to we have to remove stone from all of them in order for the one to move out of the way. And then at, after we do that, then you can then you have the option to leave the castle again right after that. But really, that's when the final dungeon opens. Um, you can't um, leave the castle right after that. You have to go. There's a couple of things you have to do before you leave the castle. I'm fairly certain. So you like you do your four speaks swords. The truth. Yeah, you you um you do your four swords against like the stone people, and then you have to go down in the. And the, I literally thought this is where I was stuck, and I wasn't going to be able to upgrade or anything. Mm, you're right. Yes. And so this is when you go down into the basement. AKA dungeon where the king is kept. The double dungeon. The double dungeon. I, I did like this. You have to like shrink and then drop floors. Like yeah. you have to you have to make sure that you're tiny before mm-hmm. you get down there. Do. Which which I was like, I don't know if it'll kill me to do that, but you know, here goes. And that I I did like having to solve the puzzle that way. Mm-hmm. He's little but he's mighty. Yeah, There's also that, an enemy right here that I don't know if I've seen anywhere else in the game. Uh, it's like a blue flame oh, yeah. that attacks you. And it just makes it so you can't use your sword. But it's only in one room, and I don't remember seeing it anywhere else. This is the, no, the skulls? Right. 
Yes, the 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 bubbles. They're bu- yeah, yeah, these I are haven't bubbles. I've seen bubbles at all in this game except for this one room. Mhm. And you know, they they are another Zelda staple, uh but they literally have not been in this game at all. And we have the uh the blue and red bubbles which are like uh Those really esoteric about. references to other like usually we just get bubble bubbles. Sometimes, like, we, we would get different colored ones later, but the blue and red mechanic is a reference to something that we, I don't even think we've even covered on the show. I, don't, we, I talked about it on that NES Zelda episode. It's from, like, Second Quest stuff. Yeah. So, if you bumped up against the blue one and it cursed you, I think if you bumped up against the red one, it would remove the curse. That's in, oh, that's in uh, Second Quest. I don't know about right. here. Yeah, I don't know. But it's like, again... This is the only place in this entire game that that is at the very end in a single room. And it's not it, even a significant room. No. no. It's just like, hi. <laughs> this is where what we've up? been the whole I'm time. just out. <laughs> we're sitting but this either way, out. I, we're not, we're not going to be talking about leaving the castle anyway. I will say that if you do, everyone on the outside just acts like everything's normal, which is odd. No, they, but, no, they don't. They're terrified. No, they don't. They're freaking oh, out. They're like, oh, I guess I just didn't really talk to them. They were just everyone's in their house. Like yeah. most of the, the guards, NPCs are gone. The guards were still out there in the front, as if everything was normal. That's what I was seeing. Oh yeah, no. If you go to town, like everyone's hiding in in their house and everything. Yeah, and they're all terrified. Yeah, they're, with them. Mm-hmm. they're freaking out. They're freaking out. But yeah, I did all of the upgrades. This is when I left. Did all the upgrades and came back. I was very thankful for that. <laughs> You still can so, chase yeah. cuckoos down, but I didn't do that. No. Let's take a quick break here. When we come back, we'll talk about the rest of the game. <laughs> So if you haven't heard, we have a Patreon now. If you go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild for as little as $1 or more, you can get ad free episodes. Uh, as soon as I'm done with them, I guess is the best way to say it. <laughs> uh, the, as soon as I'm done editing, they go up on there without ads. So if that's something you want, you got that option there. Uh, you can always comment on there and we will always respond whenever we get those. Uh, some things that we have on there are goals that if we hit certain numbers, we'll do more things uh, involving the show, including a monthly generic video game episode where we'll talk about a game or some games that we've been playing. Not necessarily like, you know, let's just talk about 17 different games that we've been playing this month or something. <laughs> but we'll have a de- we'll decide and we'll be like, we're going to dedicate an hour to just talk about one or two games kind of thing. We used to do it all the time on an old show. We'd love to do it again. We're pretty good at it. We think so. Actually, no, uh, that show was terrible. <laughs> we, th- but there was a lot. The other goals that we have include us doing reviews of the atrocious Zelda cartoon series from the 80s. I would really love that one. As well as the mangas. I have no idea if those are good or not, but there's a lot of them. One of the other things you get is whenever you do join, we've got a little survey that you can fill out uh, talking about what is your favorite Zelda game. And this week we do have a response from uh, Michael Fontaine. Woo! What's up, M. Fontaine, 83 or 93 on Twitch. (laughs) I can't remember which number it is. I always get it mixed up. 
Uh, he's been hanging out with me. I've been streaming lately. Uh, partially it's quarantine, but also we're going to have a weekly stream where, or at least where I play my section of the game we're currently covering. And since we've been getting that all set up, I've, I've been doing extra streams just to get the kinks worked out and playing Zelda 1 and 2 and stuff. And, and M. Fontaine's been hanging out. They, he helped me get through the final Zelda 2 palace, which was just a nightmare. <laughs> so uh, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for supporting the show. Michael says his favorite Zelda game is Skyward Sword. Ooh. Uh, after after many years' absence from playing games, I received Skyward Sword for Christmas. I got completely wrapped up in the beautiful scenery and engaging story. It made me fall in love with the game in a way that I haven't since I was a kid. Uh, I could definitely see that. I love Skyward Sword for not necessarily its gameplay, but for the story that it tells, the characterization of certain things, uh, and Groose. Love me some Groose. Don't we, we haven't gotten enough Groose. <laughs> I'd say like I I've I've said I've only beaten half of that game, but I enjoyed every bit of the characters and the story and just hanging out on Skyloft. And I just I like yeah, everyone in that game is kinda is just kinda nice. I don't know. I just like them. Uh he says his favorite Zelda item is the sh- uh the Sheikah Slate if it counts. I don't know. It is it is kind of like a Swiss Army knife. Like, it does kind of do a bunch of different things. He says, if not, the bunny hood from Majora's Mask, because he's impatient. (laughs) I heard that. As an impatient person, though, I always forget about the bunny hood. I don't know why. I love it. I forgot to put it on. And then, and lastly, he, uh, when asked about if he has any favorite Zelda likes, uh, he says, I can't really think of any game that I've played that is a Zelda-like. Uh, the only game that I think of in the same thought is Dragon Warrior, but that was an RPG. Uh, I think if I think it's just because I used to play it during the same time period that I played the original Zelda. I get that for sure. Fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to have us joke and talk about your favorite Zelda things, go head over to patreon.com slash chat of the wild. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at chat of the wild. Check out Brian's stream at Luigi's apartment. Yeah. And all of that fun stuff. Uh, In the meantime, let's go ahead and kick it over to some other great Greenlit podcast shows. Come on in. What can I get you? Sure, I've heard of Hair of the Dogcast. They're that podcast about video games and beer. From the latest gaming headlines to diving deep into the games of yesterday to sampling and reviewing craft beer from all over the world, Hair of the Dogcast is here for the gamer and beer lover in all of us. Available weekly on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Ray, and this is my friend Alex. Hi. And we do a show called No More Whoppers. Between us, we're as old as four RPG protagonists. And now Alex will give us a funny anagram for the name of the show. Uh, big old knockers. Uh. Join us every month or so on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Okay, so we are basically at the very beginning of this whole dungeon now. Mm-hmm. Where really, we got to focus on getting some keys unlocking some doors we're not going to have a special item to find in here but uh also this one it's kind of like two dungeons back to back almost mm-hmm. um because yeah. you get through like the first of the the dark version of the castle then you go up into a whole other level where uh it, there's a there's a maze basically that you have to go through then it unlocks some things and do all that but yeah with the first part we have some again 
never this was not in any of the other dungeons we have some of the things where you have to walk in a certain pattern on the floor to unlock it which we've seen in like the oracle games those are from the mm-hmm. oracle games mm-hmm. only like two those. of them mm-hmm. yeah there's only two one the first one is i, I mean i personally i thought they were both super easy oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, the second one was a bit more complicated than the first one, just because it's like they put a block in the middle of it that you have to like keep in keep in mind that you go around it or whatever. But again, they they are easier than half of the ones that were in the Oracle game. Yeah, I know it, it's really weird for them to introduce a mechanic, but to have to introduce it at a very base level because you haven't introduced the 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 player to this at all throughout the rest of the game. So you have to be like, okay, well. You don't know what this is, so it has to be somewhat easy. And why even put it in? I don't know. It was very. Yeah, uh, they had to um, throw something together. Uh, it was very satisfying to run over them. The the noises they made I when you like were filling the them up. I I, mm-hmm. I did another run through a couple times, not to like not to actually finish it, but I was just like, Hee-hee. I like the sound. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a couple areas that have these statues that shoot cannonballs at you that you have yeah, to reflect a new one. back. Um, yeah, again, we never really did this. There wasn't anything really even close to this. Um, and then there are and- ones later where I tried to do the same thing to, to, like, oh, I'll hit the cannonballs back at both of them, and they didn't react by the same rules. They just came back. So mm-hmm. I thought that was lame because yeah. the the first one we get to, you have to knock them all out at once. Yeah, and I was fine with that. That one I was good with. I figured like, because I think that body even, not body, Eslo even said something about like deflecting them or whatever. I'm like, oh, there are squares. You need to line up and hit them all at the same oh, time. Oh, yeah, that was great. He was interrupting yeah. me as I was like, I, right. I oh, yeah, I see what's going on here. Let me yeah. fill these up and hey, right. hey, guy. And then, like, I fit, you know, the cannons kind of reminded me of something you would see in Super Mario. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. The it's second cannons. Part of the course cannons, for Portable Zeldas. Yeah. The second cannons, as we all know, you know, as we chatted offline, uh, were, were problematic for me. And I gave up. I literally thought. I'm going to end the game right here and now because I cannot get past. I can't get past it. I tried so many different variations of it. I'm like, I I can't. And then, of course, I'm playing on the Wii U with the stupid Wii U pad. And I was pressing the button at, you know, a particular time. And it would not like the timing was off. Hmm. And I'm like. Those buttons uh, are squishy. They're way too squishy on the game pad. They are. Don't you talk about the goat like, like that. But I definitely had some challenges. I'm like, you know what? And then I, I stopped playing it and I started playing it like the next day and I still couldn't get past it. And BC was like, do you want me to give you the solution? <laughs> I was like, yes, I can't do it. I cannot do it. And so, cause I was like, I was ready to give up on the game legit. And so I, I got off, you know, the phone with him and I tried it. And I, it still took me like five times because the timing was off. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, listen, listen here, you stupid Wii U pad. I'm like, and it was something that I had tried a different variation of, but not quite spot on. And it, 
And when it finally hit, I'm like, save state, save state, save state. <laughs> Thank God for save states. So yeah, the solution I... is you 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 kind of have to match the pattern that the the cannons are in. Yes. And the way I mean the way I did it was hold down a spin attack and then do a yep. spin attack at just the right time to reflect back to it. Yeah, but I had to I had to sit there and work on it to figure out exactly what the right time to let go was and so yeah, yeah I, I ended no, up I, I ended I up did to do there. it a couple times too. Yeah, I ended up sitting there for a little while just to get it just right, but it was annoying. Beyond. Mm-hmm. Beyond. I, I had I had more issues with there was a, a a room with one of those little moving spike things that circled around this formation that you had to duplicate yourself and you had to move back and forth through it. Oh. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I kept running into a part right at the end of it where I would just get too close to the thing each time, and it would end up just like killing my 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 buzz. Yeah, call it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Really harsh, you're mellow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the the timing on that one just got to be just right with this with the the cycle on the the spiky ball. Mm-hmm. Right. And I never knew what that timing was. I just did it a few times and was like, "Oh, I got it. Okay, all right, good. Yep. Move on. Get out of here." Yeah. There's also uh, there's a there's a dark link after or, or a, a dark nut after that. I was like, dark link. What? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Uh, after that room that Jess was talking about where, like, you... After you beat... There's a chair in the room with him or something? Oh, no, wait, no, the room after the bomb, you, there's a there's a bombable wall. Whatever. There's yeah. a room with a dark nut. And uh, after you beat him, like, the room shakes, but there's a chair in the yes. room and the chair also shakes. Uh-huh. And I was like, haha, okay. And, it, like, that's kind of their way to be like, hey, push that chair. You should totally right. push that chair. There's something underneath Which- that chair. Yeah, yep. the other way, if you go the other way, there's a compass there. I didn't get that because I thought, I was like, it It happens so many times in games where you have this split in the road where it's like, okay, if I go this way, one of these ways is going to con- make me go forward. The other way is going to give me something, and I just happen to go the way that didn't give me, so I never got the compass, basically. Yeah, I didn't either. Is oh, that I was but, like, I maybe it. this is the secret, The going down the stairs under the chair is going to be the secret that'll give me the compass. But no, it, you needed to just basically keep going to a dead end where the compass was. Then you would come back and then have to mm-hmm. go through the chair. I, I, and I did not, I did not get that compass because of that. Yeah. I didn't need, I mean, th- we don't, there's no special item in here at this point. My gameplay is done when, when I beat this game in credits roll, like next time I play this game, I'm going to start a new save file anyway. Yeah. So like, eh, whatever. It's fine. I uh, I got the compass. I thought that since this was my first run through this dungeon, I thought it was helpful to find where the four keys were at, you know. But really, when you figure out where the where the two keys are at, you know that they're going to be down below and stuff. But um, when I went to go move that chair, I'm like, okay, obviously I need to move the chair. It wouldn't let me move it. I'm like, what? Like, I was literally, and I was on the right side, so you're on the right side and you grab it. And it wouldn't let me grab it. And Treat it like, like it's someone you're trying to fuse with. Just grind up on it. Yeah, I literally was all up on it. And it would not <laughs> let me. And I'm like, I like left the room and came back. I'm like, I know, like, because there's a room underneath. I can see it on the map. Like, I know that I'm, like, I've got to, like, be able to go below. 
And so finally let me move forward. But I'm like, oh, you, have let, you have to let the, the chair move on its own terms, Jess. Yeah, clearly. It's like, I will move when I'm ready to move. <laughs> so after this part, I I loved this setup because it just felt so epic. Because you are, in order to get back into the castle, you have to basically go around the side and you're... you're paragliding around the outside of the castle to mm -hmm. get into like some other entrance and it's like this is this is one of those few moments where it felt like I wasn't just following what the designer like in world designer whoever designed this castle was planning mm -hmm. right <laughs> like this is where I felt like I was circumventing Vati's security where he's like there's no way they're going to be able to get in because you can't do that and you're just like well I can float over these things here and I can go all the way around here to find some entrance that way. Yeah, I like yeah, being on the outside of the castle. It was cool. Yeah. I mean, this is where I tried to knock out a couple of the cannons because I was like, oh, they I must be able to seem to touch me. Like, no, they, they didn't. They didn't. But, but I thought I was being clever and I was like, oh, hey, if the last ones can all be destroyed, if you destroy them all at the same time, then... Then these should be able to, and like, no, just just go around them. Don't worry about it. Right. Yeah, I had no issues with the cannons here. I'm like, if I have to mess with these cannons one more time, I'm gonna lose it. And I'm like, yeah. See, I wanted to embarrass Vadi. All right, I wanted to like take him down. Yeah. <laughs> just destroy. I even blew up your cannons. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> this section kind of made me wish that the um down spike attack worked out of the, the paraglide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I never used the down spike I attack. I never used like, it. Never. Not once. I actually wish I didn't get the roll attack where you do the, the, the stab after the roll. That has oh. come in handy. Because it messed up my, my movement a lot. Really? That, I that... use the roll as a dodge. Like I always use Me it too. just to get out of the way of things. Mm-hmm. And mm -hmm. when it made it where, like, suddenly I'm doing this lunge afterwards, it just threw off my rhythm. Yeah, I always used it as a dodge, too. That's the only time it, I used it. It helps, uh, it helps when you dodge past a dark nut that then runs all the way into the wall. Because then you can mm -hmm. turn around and do a super attack on them. Because you'll, you'll get that lunge and you can, you can reach them um. and uh, get, get a few hits on them. There's also a way to spin attack immediately out of a dodge roll. I've never figured out how to reliably while, do yeah. it. It's yeah. whenever the, the dodge roll connects. Usually it'll do a spin attack when it connects to something. Mm. Hmm. I think that's all it is. Because I thought that too, and I was trying to figure out like, well, how did I do the thing? You know, that was a quick, quick spin attack. I think it's just I accidentally dodge rolled and hit something. Oh, um, yeah, and it just just immediately stopped the 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 lunge and spun. Hmm. So we go in to the second part of this, and it is this giant maze where you'll go into some rooms and a huge door will close on you. That while you, if you look at your map, it'll almost look like you can go anywhere in this in these rooms because they're all connected. But every time you go in one, a door closes. So you kind of have to just. Worm your way around it until you get to a certain part where you end up fighting a dark nut. Yeah, it's re it's really one big circle. It yeah. just keep it it loops you back around. Like you can't really go both. Like there's a couple like ways that'll branch off, but for the most part, like you get to the end, like all right, got to go back around again to get to the to mm -hmm. the middle room or whatever. 
but yeah, so we go through there, and eventually there's a room with a dark knight that you can fight. And when you beat him, a bunch of other dark knights are summoned into these different rooms. And and it unlocks a room above his with four locks on yes. a on a on a block. Yeah. And he was a he was a black dark knight, right? Yeah, he was a big boy. Yeah, so he was the hardest one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I used my remote bombs on him. I still loved that was honestly my favorite way to fight in this whole game was whenever I fought fight, uh, fought the dark nuts was dropping a remote bomb and like tricking them towards it and then setting it off at just the right time and that stuns them for a second. Mm-hmm. And since I had 99 of those, it was like I can just do it at, at whenever I want. Like I never came close to running out of those. Yeah, I enjoyed the remote bombs. Yeah, these uh, I I don't I don't remember how I took I think the black knight I was a was a that was a tough fight uh yeah it went on for a while after the rest of them like i think when the the pairs of the 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 two the ones that had two in the room mm-hmm. you could spin attack them all day yeah they're so not smart enough that. and it's like as soon as i heard you guys say the spin attack was effective i was like well crap i should yeah. be doing that you have I... to get behind them but if you do get behind them you can hit them multiple times mm-hmm. and so it's uh... like you just hold it and then you wait for them to lunge or do something like the, mm-hmm. the black dark nuts will charge this wind spear attack thing. Mm-hmm. And if you wait for them to do that, you can hit mm-hmm. them like two, three times easy. Well, I'm glad we did it differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I did the spin attack too. And I. It's true. As soon as they. Um, popped up like when you beat that first one and all the other ones i'm like oh crap i'm never gonna have like because i had a bunch of red potions built up in my bottles because they fill all your hearts instead of like fairies only fill part of your hearts and so i'm like i'm screwed i'm never gonna make it to body i'm gonna be like (laughs) uh one heart left and you know (laughs) but i i was really surprised i had no issues with the dark nuts like not at all like, uh, also, the, the fact that there is a room with like five anti fairies in it. I was just about to say that. that very helpful. Very magical. Magical. Oh, yeah. Also, what I, I was think... saying when when you you hold the boomerang there, it'll just stay there and like knock out three or yeah. four of them. I got it to do it all at once. Oh, you, yeah. You're all better at, at Zelda than I am, I guess. I am not, but it was pretty. It was pretty magical. You knocked out five anti fairies with one boomerang throw. Okay, that's like skill. I don't know. Was... I don't know what you're talking about. Can I learn <laughs> you just from time you? It. Like I was like, you just wait till they were like in that like one little bend, and I was like, Durruh! and they went. <laughs> I hear they have an opening for master swordsman in uh, <laughs> in Hyrule. But I, I was, I was definitely prepared. Like I didn't lose. Like I think I lost a heart with all of the dark nuts. Like all of them, even like they that. were pushovers. Yeah, I like with the spin attack and the and the extended spin attack. I had no issues. I was like, bring it, bring it. Yeah. So, so. Jess alluded to to it earlier that we do have to find those four keys. That they're in four different corners, so you got to work your way through. And every time you defeat one of those dark nuts, one of those giant doors opens. Mm-hmm. So as like you a and you rooms, can do it, so. yeah, yeah, you can do it in any order you want. So you go to whichever ones, fight them, go through the big doors, 
you got to go some of them are a bit longer than others in terms of like how many rooms you got to go through to get to one one you have to drop down a level and then climb your way back up because there's blocks in your way Mm -hmm. so yeah it just mixes them up there nothing i don't think there was anything really stand out in those you get there you got to fight some Mm. one of them you got to fight some ghosts but you have to fight you you have to kill the right ghost in order for them to go away I just um, hit it once is, with my boomerang, and it just knocked him out. Although, on one of the ghosts, they got me. And I think it's hilarious. I don't think I've ever mentioned this, how they just, like, lick your head. Like, with their giant mm-hmm. tongue, and just lick and lick. <laughs> I think it's... I know that they're slowly killing me, but I think it's hilarious at the same time. I'm like, okay, it's like, you're licking It's like my getting head. a hug from a Gibdo. <laughs> it's like, oh, come here, big guy. All right, now I gotta burn you. Okay. Okay, sorry. There, there is one. There's one room. I think it's in here where um, we have to shoot a bunch of eyes out while like a big yeah. sweeping fire bar is happening. Yes. And and I I that I did this like epic shot to get the last one. It was like practically this like fade away Legolas like jump <laughs> shot. Yes. <laughs> like uh, the the eye wasn't even on the screen anymore when when I took the shot. Like I had gotten the three, but the bar was closing in, and I was just like, ah, oh crap! And like I hope I'm still lined up. Right. It was pretty great. The trick is to fall in that room. If you're pressed for time, you can hit two. If you hit three, and then the the fire bar is coming, you can fall, and you'll respawn. Like the the bar will pass you, and you'll respawn faster. That's cool. Like right there, and then just shoot it. So huh. were those on a timer? I got them in the first run, so I didn't. They're know. on a they timer. Are. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I just got lucky on my first one. I just did it. It was just followed real close to the fire bar and hit all <laughs> four in one run. Like I didn't realize that they were on a timer. There, yeah, there's, but- I think, somewhere else in this dungeon, I use that uh, technique, BC, of just like. It's easier if I jump off of here right now. Um, I Take think you have to make the play. Yeah, I think it. I think it's during the boss fight. I'm just like, nah, bail, just bail, <laughs> just bail. I didn't have any major issues with the eye. It took me two rounds. I think the one with the lantern, where you have to light all eight of those fire things when I you just... go into that room. I mean, yeah, yeah. but I lit them all. I but that was the, that was the one I think right before it was like, hey, here's the introduction of you doing a thing while a fire bar chases you, and then you get in the next room and it's like, all right, here's a harder thing. Yeah, it got me a few times, and then of course when you're on fire, you go really fast, and then I landed <laughs> in the spikes, and then I'm just like, I did that as well, and I'm like, oh, good times, and I'm like, nope, nope, we're get gonna out be getting used room. to that going forward. Yes. One of the rooms has four switches in a cross formation. Uh-huh. That yeah. With a duplicate, like, and at the top of the room, there's one of the duplication pads. Yes. yes. I didn't need to duplicate at all. I went down there and just did a spin attack. It didn't it it let just... me. It wouldn't let me do the spin attack because I had the same thought. And, um, and I tried to just, like, charge up, but it kept on dinging like one of them before I did the spin attack and I'm like uh so then I had to duplicate myself but you had to duplicate it just so and then time it just so to get through the you know two swinging fire bars well I I did it twice and kept getting I I it kept disappearing and like not well how far apart were your guys a single link spin and it worked how far apart were your guys though 
Mine? I don't know. I don't mine. Mine. I did it in a in a uh, a cross formation too. Oh, okay. I did them in a yeah. Because because I, I at first I just I tried corners. to do it because uh, they give you two squares on either side, and I was like, oh, I have to split my guys up between those two squares. But no, that makes it almost impossible no, to get through there. So I made a I, I made I a smaller know, yeah, one. I don't know why they did it other than to mess to with mess you. with you. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even need a duplicate in the end. <laughs> yeah. So, we go through all those, get all the keys. That lets us push the giant platform and get the boss key, which will then take us to the final battle. Uh, well, the, the start of the final battles, <sighs> Yeah, I guess you could say. Because uh, yeah, this is I had, like... one of the longer... So this is probably the longest final Zelda battle we've done on here so far. I would say so. Yeah. I can't. So um, um, when we get into there, uh, there's a hallway where you have a ball and chain trooper in front of you. Because Vati comes in and says, like, I have, you're, there are going to be three chimes of a bell. And once it does the third one, the ceremony will be complete. And then you get into a room chimes and then there's a hallway with just a ball and chain trooper i just rolled past him yeah i literally didn't even fight him yep oh i was like i don't have i don't have time for these this guy because i those i hate the most like because you have to defeat two in previous and like it just takes me forever for whatever i'm like so i just rolled past him rolled past him and went to the next room so which that, there's three darkness I had, on that. See, I, I took a break after I got through this door. I'm like, cool, I'm at the final battle, basically. I'll come back in a little bit. I got full health. I'm doing great. And then by the time I actually got to the final battle, I had lost a ton of health. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty great. Really happy about how much I ate it through this section. Yep. Uh, the the second room has four switches at the top that you have to duplicate, and you could either you could either do all four and try to fight your way up to the top, or you could fight them all, clear them out of the way, then make all four and go back. Uh, that's what I did. I did the latter. Yeah, so, I ended up doing the latter. I for whatever reason, um, since you walk into this room and. Um, Vadi tells you that by like the third chime of the bell or the th- third toll of the bell, Zelda will be dead and he'll have her power. So I thought maybe this section was timed. So I was trying to <laughs> run through it as fast as possible. Oh, that's stressful. So I was, I was thinking, I was, I, I didn't want to, you know, kill all the foxes and then have to walk back down and duplicate. So I just duplicated and like walked up and just slashed them as I went and your sword's strong enough at this point that it doesn't take many hits to kill them but mm-hmm. I ran out of power right before I got to the, the switches so I had to go back and do it again anyway so it's still um, a cooler way to do it there, this section is timed so just so you know like because what? I Yep, because I reached the third bell, so like I forgot about the foxes or whatever. Oh, if you take too long, he, it will, it yep. will just go. Sorry, bro. Uh huh. Says, ha ha ha! Oh, you're too late. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I was just moving along. Yeah, cause like I, I took too long a because I 
the second bell went off when I went into um, the Dark Nuts, the three. And um, they, and for whatever reason, I had a breeze with them, you know, in the actual dungeon. But this part, they were a little bit more challenging for whatever. There were three of them. Yeah. And well, you had a red and a one black, black one. and two reds. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they were a little bit more challenging. So they took me a little bit more time. Right. So I used like remote bombs and like, you know, my, you know, my spin attack. Um, but I took too long and the third bell went right as huh. I was walking into the room and he's like, ha 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 ha, you are too late. And then it says game over, peace out. And like, I had a, <laughs> like I had a safe state, thank goodness. But, um. But yeah, it, it just it, it just deletes your game. It's just like nope, nope, <laughs> peace out. And Hope you like, had fun because uh, you're doing it again, right? <laughs> but yeah, it literally go, it says game over. So uh, good times. It definitely is timed for all you kids out there. All right. <laughs> so when you get through it with enough time, uh, <laughs> we do see that Vati is trying to finish off the ceremony, but we get there in time, and then he's just like. Fine, I'll deal with you myself. Right. And then we get the first of three phases. We get dropped um, into a hole. Yeah. Yeah, they, he drop, He opens up a magic hole in the ground. We fall down into this, this his battle room. This, yeah. <laughs> um, and he, he takes this, like, wiz, like, I don't know, giant wizardish looking thing form. It's humanoid it, it, still. It, it looks but, like the, what, the, the bad queen from... Uh, Ages, or sure, the the sure. evil Simil- the, similar. Yeah, it kind of had yeah sorceress sort of feel to it. Yeah, but yeah. he's got floating eyes circling around him with a big eye. Shovel Knight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in order to damage him, we have to kill the little floating eyes, and then the big <laughs> floating eye opens. And I kept thinking you had to hit it with an arrow. Yep. Realizing oh, I that I was too. wasting my time. Yep. Took a while. Be- yeah, because it was like, I didn't I just hit it with the sword? And I'm like, oh, I could just slash like crazy with the sword. Yes. Because I did like three different times with the arrow. And I was like, this is taking a while. And then mm-hmm. I accidentally hit it with the sword. Yeah. And then it just opened up the next phase where he summoned more eyeballs. And I was like, oh, I, yeah. I, pro- I, I wasted maybe five to seven minutes. Something like yeah. that. I, I was hitting it with light arrows too, so I was like holding the oh, you shot, were charging it, yeah, and like sometimes that. it didn't. You know, I would miss because I had taken too long to get in place to hold the shot. Mm-hmm. But I was like, man, if I had if if that first one I hadn't missed the light arrow on it, I'd probably be be done by now. Is what I was thinking as the fight went further and further, and I was maybe I should try my sword. Yeah. So do we do get the first? Uh, of a couple things where we have to use specific items, but they don't really make it clear, I feel like. No. Nope. Because we were supposed to use the, um, what's it called? The cane? The, the, we used no, the gust the, jar. The jar. You, we were supposed to use the gust jar to pull yes. the darkness off of the eyes in order to damage it. And it just, just wasn't clear. No. Nope. I just kept trying stuff until I came up with something. So, yeah, and this will continue with the next two phases as well, where I think this is where they kind of threw a bunch of stuff in, forgetting that they didn't tell us 
this thing goes with this specific item. Because that's what Zelda games are. Like, you know, you go into a dungeon, you get an item, and then there are things in those dungeons that reflect that item that you got. Mm-hmm. In this one, we didn't get an item. We're expected to use all of our items, but they don't, but they're expected in a way that was not brought up before this fact. Fa- yeah, we're not fa- at least shown like an instance of how you might use an item in this way. Yes. Ever. Like, ever even in the game before. Like, anywhere. I want to say, I can't think of what it is right now, but I want to say there's a precedent for the guest jar because during that section, I was like, oh, duh, I got to use the guest jar to to suction the flames. Or, I was like, there's something on the, the eyeballs. I have to use something to get it off. And I knew it was a gush jar, but later there's a section where you have to use the item that yeah. in no way would you have predicted it. I had to look it up. I was just dying and I was like, there's got to be something I don't get. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so yeah, we go through those phases, um, defeat that. Then we get our next phase where Vadi turns into a big eyeball mm. and surrounds himself with these spheres. Now the key for this is to fire arrows at it to make the right color appear. And that took me a minute. (laughs) Because again, we haven't had anything where we fired an arrow at something to make it reveal itself in the game. This one was at least, though, like, as long as you were patient, because I was really low on health through, like, this entire fight. Yeah. As long as you are patient, you can uh, probably stay in this state forever. Um, because I, he he gives you the little uh, dust spiky things that'll hurt you, but also give you they arrows and arrows. sometimes hearts. Sometimes yeah, hearts. they do drop arrows. So that like that might be your only hint. Except I don't know if you hit select, maybe Ezlo said something, but I didn't see select. Yeah, I forgot to even try that this in any of the this episode. Really, I don't think that's good design. Uh, we've done enough no. of these games. I don't think it's good design where you have to hit the help button in order to figure out what you're supposed to do. But he was an eyeball, and so I, of course, shot an arrow at him, and then it affected one of the weird orbs around him, and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. Exactly. Well, like, I, like, like I, I'm i like, okay, clearly he's giving me arrows. I need to shoot at it. And then I thought, you know, like, there's a big giant eye in the center. I'm like, maybe I need to shoot an arrow at that. And then all of a sudden, like, one of the eyes is revealed. And then, of course, I see, like, the duplication blocks below. And I'm like, why isn't he revealing all of his eyes? Because clearly I need to duplicate myself how he is going to reveal himself. It took me forever to realize that I need to shoot the eyes to reveal the pattern. Like, that is probably this the thing that took me the longest. But as soon as I did that, then I'm like, oh, Okay, then this, I feel like after I figured it out, it this was the quickest phase for mm-hmm. me. Um, it, was, it was the easiest one, I think, just because yeah. he's not too difficult. You can stay away from his little shmup-style electricity yeah. crap he throws at you. Yeah. Um, and just, just, just keep uh, maintaining the, the garbage that he's throwing everywhere, and you're, you're okay. Yes, yeah. This is actually probably the one I hated the most just because I don't like the design of this boss at all. I feel 
this dungeon as a whole, I think the dungeon as a whole is like fine. It's cool. It's solid. But I really liked the last section so much. Yeah. That this felt like it, we had already kind of peaked. And then it's like there's this great dungeon and now there's a, a solid dungeon. Yeah. And the whole design of, okay, duplicate yourself in this format and then hit these hit this moving target because I the, like one of the problems I had is that on the last time you have to hit him he just kept scooting to the left and it was like all right well I need or maybe it's the right but I needed to hit him on one side and he was just like, I get that scooting yeah. in that direction and it's like all right well there's a bunch of stuff there right. I have to copy myself in this form and then I have to hit you on the right but you're constantly scooting to the right there's a lot of, I would set up the three points and then wait for the fourth one until it was like, you know, I'd charge it up, hit one, two, three on the squares and then wouldn't hit the fourth square until like, okay, I know he's going to go past right about now. Go ahead and time it. Yeah, but yeah, I no, there were a couple too. times where I'm like, I'm just like, he's staying on the right side and I need to get on the right side. Yes. I can't just move dude. So that I can hit you in the right spot. Right. Uh, it, it wasn't. It wasn't difficult at all. It was just annoying. Yeah, and yeah. I think it took in forever. Contrast to the the previous boss, where we had to do something diff or similar, where we had to, you know, copy ourselves in a certain way and then attack. It was like that boss was theoretically stationary, so we were doing things, but we were in a set area and the boss wasn't moving. And now mm-hmm. we have to do the same thing, but the boss is the one move, like the boss is moving with us. And it's like all over the place. And it's like, well, this whole duplicate yourself in a form and then hit this moving target thing. It's just kind of a flimsy design to put around a boss. Like it's not. Well, and then and then we are in charge of exposing the pattern ourselves. Like we like yeah. there is a set pattern. You can't just open any eye you want. He there are some eyes that if you hit them, they're like, nope, this is not the correct the current eye right now. You have to find, you know, try again, and so you can't just expose four eyes, and you know, choose the pattern yourself, duplicate yourself, and go at it. Like, no, you have to like choose the right eyes, make right. them open, then find a way to weave in and out of whatever's happening yeah. to hopefully get it. But once you hit all four, then he like drops to the ground and is vulnerable for a while. And you just no. wail on him. That's in the last. That's in, that's the, in last the last one. one. That's okay, the last not one. in this one. Mm-hmm. He's so this one is just like you sort of did it. Mm-hmm. There you go. Thanks. So we go and do that. We finish that off, and then we get that. Uh, you know, not not a very common thing in Zelda, but this isn't the first time we had it. Where we did it. We beat the boss. Let's get Zelda out of this building and escape as as quickly as we can. Uh, there is a part that if you take a detour that you can find some pots that have fairies in them, by the way. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. knew that. Oh. You came across that. No. Um, so if you were low on health, you could. <laughs> yeah. See, that was the, stuff. the, that would have been I have a note about that, but my note was like, I was wondering why there was a room near the sanctuary, the, the minish sanctuary yeah. that's just stocked full of gear and, mm-hmm. and upgrade, you know, or bombs, you know, arrows, fairies, fairies. whatever. Yeah. It was like, that's weird. Huh? That's never a good sign. <laughs> so 
we can go and if if you stop there that you can refill that stuff but then as we're going out well, also the but, the music here is very reminiscent of the ocarina of time crumbling sequence too mm. it's not like I, I listened real close as i could on my sp with the single speaker in the middle but i tried to listen to see if they had completely ripped it off and and it's not it, it's it has themes you know So we go through all that, and then we're almost out. Vati stops us, and then teleports us to th- some evil realm where he is most powerful. And then we fight. I thought it was the same what? room. <laughs> I thought he just the warped same... us back. No, th- does this this we can fall off the edge of this room. That's right. Yes. Yeah. No. We're we're and if you yeah. go to the edges, we're like flying through the cosmos. There, there is like a, all this stuff on the outside where it's like it looks like we're in space, um, but this also has the issue. I happened to look it up because I thought I beat the game earlier because I had taken a break, closed it, and then like when we were all talking about it, and it was literally like a half hour before we started recording, where I'm like, oh, I should check that real quick, and just like, to make. Oh no, sure. I still have one more phase left of this <laughs> that I just forgot about. Um, so I went into there and I happened to see what I was supposed to do here, but going into it, I'm like, how was I supposed to figure this out? So the great thing about this section is if you don't figure it out immediately and you die, you have to go back and do everything. Um, so thank God I, I died. Saved. Unless you save state, and, I guess. Oh, thank God. <laughs> well, so, so I had saved. I I'd saved after I did this after I did the first section and so I died and then it was like do you want to save and I was like oh I, I probably want to save so I start right before this dude like right before mm. this fight and it puts you all the way back before it and then you don't have any of your items so I had to go back into town that's uh, always the worst thing man. What? Oh. They, they do that we're just like that's not you're not helping me you're not helping me by starting me over and taking my items away, like my bottles. Yeah. Like oh, that's it, ridiculous. If I had, yeah, I don't know. It, I had to go back into town, and I like picked up another Din's Blessing, which is like the only time in the game I actually use Din's Blessing. Um, and then I I didn't realize that the Lon Lon Milk gave more hearts than the the fairies they did. They do. Because mm. I, mm-hmm. I haven't been using healing items most of the game. So I got two fairies instead of getting two Lon Lon Milks like an idiot. Uh, and then I had to redo this entire section, which is when I texted everyone on the podcast that this boss is whack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So what we have to do is when Vati will eject one of his arms, it will appear we'll in the shove ground. it through the ground. Yeah, it jams it into the ground and it digs underneath and comes back up. And when it's sitting up there, what you have to do is hit it with your cane of Pachi to flip it upside down. And when you do that, it gets like an entrance open to it where you turn into a Minish and you go into it and fight the weak point, which you have to find the specific eye floating around inside of the arm to slash that. Cause that's the only way it does damage. And then you like exit out. So it's like, I don't know how I would have figured this out. And it makes sense why the last time I played this game, 
I couldn't beat the final boss because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing on this. And I don't know how I ever beat the game the first time. I know I did. <laughs> but like when I played this when I was, I don't know, uh, 14, 15, something like that, maybe. I don't know what I did to figure that out. Maybe I had one of the guides. I don't remember. But you just keep now, using. I'm looking the... at it. I'm just like, I don't know. You just no. got to keep using your items until one of them hits it. And you're like, yeah, oh, it's that? Oh, yeah, great, cycle thanks. Yeah, every item. It'd be interesting if each item did something, right? Yeah, but it would be cool. That isn't really like what this game does. Like, you just get no response unless you do the correct thing. Right. Well, the thing is, too, if you hit it with the cane at the wrong time, like if he's doing mm-hmm. his wind-up spin, it doesn't work. So you can try the cane and hit the arm and nothing can happen. And you're just like... Okay, I don't know what to do now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the best. I am. Um, There's a reason why I always bring up the last dungeon whenever I talk about this game and not this one. Yeah. Like when I when I got in there I like y- used the cane and then you and I knew that you eventually had to like shrink yourself because there was like, you know, like the little pedestal thing. And so I'm like, okay. So then I shrink myself and I get in there and there was like all those like floating eyes. I'm like, and it's at first it's not noticeable which one stands out, like which eye to hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one just has like basically a lazy eye. It's like a wonky <laughs> eye. And I'm like, oh. And then I got, like, all sorts of damaged in there, and I died. And then I, like, and then he kept on, like, electrocuting me. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I had a save state right before this. Thank God. Or else I would have, I would have had to do what BC did and to start all over. I would have given up. I would have given up. (laughs) And so, um, and then, of course, the second arm, you have to use your lantern because it's dark. And yeah, that was the eye, and I'm like, really, you're just annoying. That was the worst. Just trying, just trying to find the the right one. Apparently, while so I'm I'm trying to use my my boomerang to stun them. So I have to have an arm for my lantern at all times. Throw the boomerang, then go back in and switch to my sword to wail on them. Then probably go back to switch to my boomerang again to to stun them again because they're getting away. And I don't even know if I'm hitting the right one. Right, it was special. I uh, I figured it out by accident because I walked in, saw a bunch of enemies, and said, "Time to spin attack." <gasps> I didn't even think about spin attack. And, and so it was. I I want to say if you if you're in there long enough, it kicks you out. Yes. Um, but it it wasn't until like right before it kicked me out, I was like, "Oh, that one's looking at me," as opposed to all the other ones are looking straight ahead. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Is that what it was? I. Yeah, I figured it out because I was just trying to kill them in mass. Yeah. So. I figured I needed to kill all of them. So I tried to, like, at first I was, like, trying to kill all of them all at once and stuff, like, just going to town. No, I didn't even, like, try to use my spin attack. I didn't know why, but I was just like, yeah, 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 like, over and over again. <laughs> and that just didn't obviously work. And then I finally found the one with the wonky eye. Well, I I thought it, it probably had something to do with the eye, but I couldn't see all of them at once to see that like, right, what they all looked like and maybe where the standouts would be. So like, right. I just had no idea. I I couldn't see a pattern or anything. 
Mm-hmm. I wonder now that we're bringing this up, like, okay, so we're, I'm thinking about the screens that each of us are looking at. Where Brian is looking at probably the worst screen in terms of like you have like it's a it's a dimmer it's, than the rest of us. It's, it's small. a uh, 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 original generation, first generation Game Boy SP. It has the crappiest screen on any portable device light. you will ever play. Yeah, it has the front <laughs> besides light the GBA it. before it. But yes. Yes. So in trying to see the distinguish the differences between these, because it's one little like I, the eye just looks slightly different than the rest. Mm-hmm. Then you look at, but then you look at something like Jess's, where if you're playing on a big TV, it might be maybe too blown out, too blown out and bright to notice. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And then see, that. see, I'm not sure if you're set up because you're playing it on uh, a computer screen. So that, yeah. I guess that really depends on like the size of your window. She's in pixel perfect mode, though, it. isn't she? Because I, <laughs> I felt like I had a very like it was very clear to me. Like when we're talking about like trying to think about that, like of seeing it, I'm playing on my 3ds, and I feel like that might be the perfect way to play those games because it has such a very good screen on it, and it's still it's not tiny, but it's like in a good size there. So when we're talking about oh, it was hard to figure out like what you know, who I was supposed to hit. I got in there and it was very obvious to me where I'm like, oh, that eye looks different than the rest of them immediately. So anyway, we go and do that. Uh, then after we, God, that was a long talk about that one. Yeah. After yeah. We destroy both of those arms. He gets a, a set of four eyes in front of him. And this was just like, I thought this was just too obvious. You had to duplicate yourself four places in a row. It didn't even like try to mix up the the pattern. No. You just have to be a a line of four links. And then he's going to shoot one of those like energy ball things that you just reflect back at him. Yes. And he'll stop. He'll wait a second. And he'll be like, I'm about to throw something at you. And then he throws it at you. You hit it back at him, stuns him, run up to him, slash, slash, slash. Do that like three times in a row. You're done. Yeah. This would st- it still took me a while because I had to bob and weave and I, did I don't too. know. It, it just and yeah. and then you so, miss one eyeball and that's that's the end of that. Yep. See, I, mine was just so straightforward. I guess like it just like lined up perfectly for me. Mm, so, I, m- my, oh, sorry, Jess. No, I I was just gonna say the same thing. It did not line up every single time. So, no, I no. and like and then I would duplicate myself, try to time it out just right because you could hear his sound when he's about to like, you know, send his lightning bolts or whatever instead of like you know where you're re, you know reflecting or whatever with your sword. See, I don't think I got that. If there was an alternate attack, I didn't see it at all. Yeah, there's an alternate. Are you serious? Yeah, there's yeah. An, oh yeah, get that. No. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. We all do it differently. It was just three in a row. It just shot energy balls at me. Nope. You got to be kidding me. Get out. Nope. Get out. Yep. All right. That'll wrap up the... No. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. No, it was shooting like random like lightning bolts at me. There are minish cap runners right now that are cursing your name. Yes. So legit, the... The pro- like my problem with this boss is the alternate attack is he shoots out light like balls of lightning that if they hit any of your clones, yep, will damage you. Yep, which doesn't happen any other time in the game. Yeah. So- well, the fire too. Earlier, if you got hit, oh, yeah, if, the- if your one of your clones gets caught on fire, you also get caught on fire. Yep. This so- is the spot where I was jumping off the ledge to like uh, avoid like 
Never mind. This isn't going to work. I just let's go. Huh. Yep. Maddening. Yeah. So um, if you if you if you charge up and you create your clones and you get hit by one of your clones gets hit by a lightning ball, you get stunned and you take damage. Yep. So I was like, all right, I'm going to step on three of the platforms and wait to step onto the fourth. That's that's my man right yeah, there. I did and the so same what thing. he did at that time was the attacks that like got like desynced or something for him. So he was firing lightning bolt, like firing lightning bolts or he was charging his charging the attack. I had to reflect as the lightning bolts were coming. No, yeah. I had that happen a couple times, but I was I was I got out of that cycle, so that was good. Mm-hmm. So literally every time I had to weave, like I had to just like wait or weave through lightning bolts to reflect the attacks. Yeah, I had because the if same. I if I had to stand there, I was gonna get hit by electricity. Yep, me too. Me too. Oh yeah, right. no, it, was, was, it like, was it was nightmarish. Mm-hmm. I really got it easy. Yeah, you yeah. did. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. That's, that's why when you're like you you're over there going like, "Well, there's three forms." The whole episode, you're like, "Well, there were three forms." I was like, "I clearly remember four. It's just your your fourth form seemed like the tail end of a, a third form because it didn't do anything. <laughs> it didn't do. Anything. I was like, "That is form number four when he is destroying me." Yes. Yeah, that's okay. That's, I, did, uh, I didn't yeah, die, but but I am amazed that I made it through this fight with two fairies, and uh, and I got like lost half my health before I even made it to him uh, the, for the first phase. Oh, at, at the at the very end, I think I had. I mean, I yeah, we did have all the the fairies in the jars at the very end, so never oh, mind. Yeah, no, I had two and a half hearts. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Yeah, safe state. I was safe state. I was down to like three, four, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh no, safe states. I don't have those. So yeah, whatever. yeah, we didn't. Ha- Brian and I didn't have the option for safe states. Um, I, I would have, but <sighs> we get through all that. <laughs> we finally beat him. You slash him up, and it's just kind of like, I don't know. I felt bad for Vati because he's just gone. You just like destroy him. He doesn't get a final speech. He he's just says the thing where he's just like, how did you beat me? Ah. I was so big and powerful. Ah. And that's really it. And then he turns into the hat that we talked about a couple episodes ago. You, uh, you mean? That, well, I guess that's all that's left. Yeah. The Minish yeah. cap. The cap of the Minish is the only <laughs> thing that's left. And uh, Ezlo turns back to his original form, which is he's a giant minish now. Apparently, I well, don't he, know if he, he was always get... little. No, no, they they do that. They grow. Okay, sure. Yeah, I guess they. I guess that's their whole thing, right? They, they talk to us. Yeah, they form. created this. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I I thought it was cool. I didn't think about the fact that oh, so he Ezlo and Vadi both came from the other side. They, that's where yeah. they're from. They're not from our side, where the from a different realm. Right? Yeah, they're like, from where even... they where they the Minish actually come from. The ones that live here are just you know like they have immigrated here and they just stay yeah, here the for mm-hmm. when the hundred when the door opens every hundred years. They they just live in little Minish town or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> well, there you know, or there are plenty of those little towns all over the place, and 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I did notice now. Okay, I had said multiple times, why did he look like a duck? Did any of you pick up on why he looked like a duck? Uh, no, like, why is a duck mouth? pretty great in stained glass settings? Eslo's real form. He's holding a cane yeah, I was about to say that, that has a duck face at the top of it. It did it. Okay, oh. I did. I missed that. That is Eslo's face. I saw the cane as we know him. I saw the cane, and I saw that it had like a weird thing on top of it, but I didn't pick up that it had a duck form. I, yeah, but like, that's something they could just throw in at the very end to be like, he's duck cane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were like, well, again, we made this, we made this image of the hat first. Then after the fact, we had to come up with what he looks like in his his actual form. And yeah, he has this cane with like a bird's head at the top of it. Huh. Okay. He looks and that cool. apparently merged with him. Mm-hmm. Or it was a cruel joke from Vati. Mm-hmm. I thought he looked cool. So, well, it's it's like the fly rules, right? When it, they both of those things <laughs> got thrown into the transformation teleportation <laughs> device, and they merged together in a weird way, and so he became a duck hat. I I thought Ezlo looked cool and stately. I liked him. It made me a little sad that he was leaving us, but yeah, he was yeah. sad too. He was yeah. sad. He was like, "Oh, buddy, we had a good time." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, do we? I know Vati was Ezlo's apprentice, but do we ever get any more backstory on him? Because it kind of feels like Vati dies or gets disintegrated or disappears. And after that happened, I was like, wasn't he just a kid? Because like Ezlo was saying, oh, like Zelda can use the power of the hat because she has love in her heart, a pure mm-hmm. heart. And yeah. then Vati's heart was filled with evil. And in the one scene where we saw pre-transformation Vati, I thought he was like a child. He's just a he's just a brat. <laughs> just like he's an a, evil, evil child. Yeah, the like most it was evil all, being of all time. He's just this bratty kid. He does could it, be does a it, teenager? Yeah, I mean, is it? Are we just dealing with like the normal like, oh, kids don't have empathy yet, sort of thing? So. Would all of the kids that put the hat on immediately become evil sorcerers, or oh. was he especially evil? Was he like more no, evil than he... your normal child because they're all evil? It's only when they're a teenager, because that's when their emotions are most volatile. All right, so, like that's that's when they're the most dangerous is during that, the teenage phase. It's that superhero found footage movie, yeah, mm-hmm, exactly. So this just sort of ends too. Like yeah. we do see Zelda puts a hat on. She uses her good heart to undo everything that happens, which apparently also included getting rid of all the monsters. Yeah, which I didn't think about because they were in the chest at the beginning. They were they were sealed away, and Vadi let them out. I guess I didn't piece that together. I just assumed it was like the bosses or whatever. Uh, no, no, or something. Who knows? But I can't. Apparently, that's it. Because I, I was right very now. confused when it happened. I had, I had notes. You guys brought like, I didn't have to bring it up, but I had notes. I was like, does anyone know what actually that was? I was like, oh, it was it's just, just the monsters. Okay. Yeah, it was just evil in general, just bad yeah. energy. I figured that out in the world. I figured the mayor had something to do with it, or that he was <laughs> in on it because the masks were <laughs> hanging up in his. Hey, you know, you know office. what? He was a little Jess creepy. Jess is asking the hard questions here. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, look, the mayor's probably bad. The mayor probably would have voted for Vati, okay? <laughs> but he didn't necessarily... He wasn't necessarily responsible for the most evil thing ever. And fortunately, it's all going to be done in a few days here in our world. But in the game, it's oh. all done now. So... <laughs> He ain't gonna go out quietly. Anyway. Uh, no, he didn't. Oh, he, we had to put on. Decide? We had to deal with four yeah. different forms. Yeah, <laughs> um. Does this mean he'll be back in a hundred years? <laughs> oh no! As just a yeah, unfortunately, as just a giant um. evil vapor cloud. But that's with that's a pig thing. face. Okay, so- <laughs> so getting back to the actual game. So we I know because you know I I think Brian and I are probably the only ones that have played the Four Swords games and all that. I have uh, never played the Four Swords games. Oh. Yeah. I know as someone who's played all the Four Swords games, Vati does come back, but they don't say anything about it in this. Really? It's just like gone. Vati is just gone. Mm-hmm. It's not even I was waiting for the cliffhanger of being like just hearing his laugh or something like that. <laughs> Is that his laugh? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's like maple or syrup pitched. or something. <laughs> he's got a high-pitched feminine voice. Hey, he's laugh. he's sensitive, you know. It's okay. He, yeah. Don't don't bring it up. <laughs> uh but yeah, so that's it. Like that's the end of it. It yeah. just sort of we do get a thing at the at the end of the credits where it's just basically like the hero will return yeah. and that's it. It's kind of strange. Yeah. So I'd say that they uh, they they sort of didn't know where to end the game, but at least they had a game all the way up till the end pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, normally yeah. we we'll, we'll go through like some of the names on here. The director Fujibayashi uh, this 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 was the first Zelda game that he was named a director on, because uh, the last games that we played with him were the Oracle games, and he was just shown as a planner, right? Uh, yeah, but, one, one but then they also said planner basically means he directed those two. Yeah, like he and uh, a couple dudes from Capcom worked together on that. And, and Fujibayashi will go on to direct all the major Zelda games from here on out, basically. Although I guess not Twilight. Not so Twilight. he didn't do anything with Twilight, but after that, he does Skyward Sword, he does um, Phantom Hourglass, and then Breath of the Wild. Well, no, not Phantom Hourglass. Does, does he do Link Between Worlds? No, I guess not. So, no. But then... He's... But again... He didn't he's, touch he's, he does, spare he tracks. He does the big yeah. ones. He, yeah. He's been... He's been... Everyone... It's so weird that no one like really brought him up until Breath of the Wild. They're like, oh, have you heard about this new guy? Like, Blame Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo hasn't put him in a direct. Oh we yeah, that's that's fine. But his name's been on video been stamped on like every Zelda game, almost since like the late nineties or since two thousand. Sure, whenever whenever the, the um, Oracle games came out, so blame us for not noticing. Uh-huh. Uh, this time we do have we have three different people that are involved in the English local localization, <laughs> not just Bill this time. So we can't blame everything on Bill. Yeah, but look at like the Scott's name is misspelled. Okay, that's Bill's fault. He's got is one it? T. Well, I mean, maybe his name is actually C O T S C O T. But I'm gonna blame Bill for messing that one up too. I mean, the list I'm looking at, he only has one T in his name, so you might yeah. just be 
wrong. Uh, You'll mess then, that up. Uh, uh, Rich Am Tower for the localization as well. That's not so. a real name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Bill's trying to pull here. They did get um, Miyamoto's <laughs> name was shown. I think he was the last credit Miyamoto was as like some sort of yeah. supervisor or something. It's like the it's like the Drew Scanlon meme, but now he's the son, like looking down on everyone. Like the blinking white guy meme. Yeah, he's just kind of like there happily looking over everyone while they make a Zelda game. And yeah, because oh. I mean, the the fact is he didn't, Miyamoto really didn't have anything to do with this one. Uh, no. I mean, or I think it was general producer is I think the title, which producer normally means a big, big thing, but that was all, that also included Inafune and Iwata are also considered producers. Well, I think that's what it is, is that Inafune maybe had a little bit more to do with this game because he was given a Zelda game to look after. And yeah, yeah his his kids were, were actually knocking this game out while he probably did the Miyamoto role. And then Miyamoto's got to be like, well, but I'm really looking over it all. And yeah. then Iwata's like, well, it's my company, so... <laughs> It's it's that kind of, that's the latter on that one I think, but I'd say if anyone did the Miyamoto job on this game, it was Inafune. Yeah, this is this is really where he starts to take over, at, at what Miyamoto's role was. And oh, I just, it, like, I, I just Inafune is still like that role now. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, of just being like the last person that gives the okay on a thing for as like, far as he's, Capcom he's, is concerned or whatever well, well not for, anymore for in, in terms of zelda going forward like this is where Inaf Inafune no 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 not fuji yeah not aonuma no kg inafune oh not unafune yeah sorry aonuma yeah yeah aonuma <laughs> at this point is a like a bunch of this stuff yeah aonuma has 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 ascended at this point he's he's an ascended saiyan at this point he's yes. not quite a saiyan three but so that wraps up the game uh, how do how do we feel about it, Jess? I mean, this was your first time playing through, right? Yeah, it was. Um, I thought they did a lot with it, given you know a smaller map. Like they broadened it quite a bit. Um, it had some easy parts and challenging parts for me. <laughs> uh, part of it, I blame the Wii U pad. Um, but no, I thought it was. Uh, I, not my favorite Zelda game, but I thought it was a good one. What would you? What would you? Which Zelda games would you sandwich it in between? Like, what game is it not as good as, but still better than? Um. Oh, it's not as well. I mean, it's it's not as good as Breath of the Wild, but nothing is. <laughs> what can uh, which, be which as Zelda game? Which Zelda game as you? Which Zelda game that you've played is worse than this? Um. Oh. Um. Uh, well, I've I've never. This is terrible, but I've never beaten one because I effing hate it. Part of my French. <laughs> but I I hate one. Um. Two is. Everybody hates two, but I think it's just okay. I would probably sandwich it in between mm -hmm. two. What? I said, Mwah. yeah, I love to. Yeah, I'd probably see like I think it's a little bit better than two, um, but it's not better than uh, Link's Awakening. See, that's I think this is where Jeremy was trying to get you to is yeah Link's Awakening. Like, what? How do you how do you feel about it on on terms of that? Because that's what I was 
if I had to like compare the, the those are my two favorite two D ones, and I think I think I still like Minish Cap better than Link's Awakening, just a, just a little bit. Oh no, I think Link's I think it's still yeah, my I, favorite. Um, on my list, I have Minish at number five, just under Ocarina, just above the Oracle series. But I don't think it moves. This is what I had it at before, and by like my memory of it, and then going through it, I'm like, yeah, it still sits there for my list. BC, what about you? Uh, I really, really enjoyed this, especially, you know, maybe it benefited from coming off of two games that didn't really get to finish development. But I thought it was cute, great item variety, cool characters. It sticks with that adorable aesthetic from Wind Waker. Um, I know I had a lot of fun overall, and I know I complained about the final boss in the last dungeon, but at the end of the day, I think outside of the boss, the dungeon itself was pretty solid. And yeah. like I just liked the section right before that way more. Um, so I think they did a lot of good stuff, like Jess said, with the small map in the small amount of space it still really feels like there's tons of things to do even though i hated the kinstones it's a unique approach to you know unlocking things and getting you to retread old areas of the game and interact mm-hmm. with all the characters because um, i think that's always a thing of you know you can go through games and just not talk to people at all and then this is kind of a way to give a reward for interaction and let you find new and cool stuff. Um, Agreed. So I would say I like the Oracle series. Um, I think this is like better than the Oracle series. I think it, you know, learns from what, like from their experience with the first, you know, couple of Zelda game or, you know, Game Boy Zelda games. Um, I'm not a big fan of Link's Awakening. Oh! Um, so I, <laughs> we, I've just never liked it. Think the wind fish is dumb. Oh, uh, agreed. So I, I it is dumb. Above that, agreed. And that's what's and, so great uh, is that I never just, said I, it I, was I, like a immaculate or anything. Like, yeah, it's a g- giant floating whale inside of an egg that's sitting on top of a mountain that you have to play music to in order to escape a dream world. No, it's dumb. But it's and amazing. destroy the yeah. lives of everyone I, around you. Yeah, I don't get that, and I kind of want to As they be beg the you not world. to finish the game. Like, yeah, like, all of my friends are in this <laughs> dream world, and then I leave the dream world. That part does make me mad, I have to admit. That's so. the best part about that game, No, how like, messed up the story is. I'm like, what's up with this giant whale fish thing flying in the air? I, that I don't get. I, that. For more on this, check out Chat of the Wild season on Link's Awakening. Little self promo there um, on the Greenland yeah, like podcast. I said, not a fan of Link's Awakening, uh, so I would definitely put Minish Cap over that, and I would definitely put it over Zelda Two because I am also not a fan of Zelda Two. Um, so it's all right. It's all right. Not everyone knows what's going on. I liked Zelda Two. I, yeah, I, I, I still think this is just a fantastic little game. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. I I still still call it my favorite two D Zelda. I guess. It's a yeah, game. it's it's up it's up there for me. Um, so that wraps up this season. Uh, for our next season, we're going over to a Zelda like, and we're going to be playing the game Crystallis Crystallis uh, Chrysalis 
that we're going to be playing the NES version. There was a couple different versions. You can find that version on the NES Switch Online app. So we can rewind. Yes. That plays the uh, that has the multiplayer pass or whatever. You mm-hmm. already have access to it. Yeah, because so I'm you can go I'm play not along with us there. I'm not going to a used game store to uh, find a copy of this. <laughs> too. No, don't go into any used game stores right now. Uh, yeah, no. And, <laughs> I, I I think it bears mentioning that if you know if someone wanted to play along and they for whatever reason had or um, you know wanted to get the it, the remake that was for I think Game Boy Color or Game Boy uh, Game Boy Color. Game Boy Color. Uh, yeah, the there are significant differences. I'm pretty sure between uh, the Game Boy Color version and the original. So following along there might be some differences there so thanks just, like just i think there's actual think... story changes and maybe like an extra dungeon that sort of thing so. oh uh, uh i don't know what we're gonna be playing to just yet i need to look that up and i'll edit it in later i don't so, know it's one of those games yeah and i'm looking through a walkthrough and i'm like i don't know where to go this up right beat now. the reptile king <laughs> <laughs> I want to say defeat the vampire, but I don't know if that actually means anything. I so, mean, you can say it. We'll edit that in later. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a cool thing to say. Defeat so, the vampire. For the first episode, go ahead and just get up to the vampire and beat him in Crystalis, and we will talk about it on Shout of the Wild. Gaiden.